Hey, thanks for tuning in. It's me, Emilio, and I'm glad to have you here with me today. We're talking about real estate, and we're here to help you leverage uh, everything you can out of real estate. There's a lot of wealth to be created here. Um, there's a lot that you can do with an asset, especially an asset that can earn you money and appreciation over time. So today, right now, it's 2023, of course, we're just ahead of the spring market and I want to talk with the homeowners. I want to talk with the investors. I want to talk with you if you are a person who is uh, or, or owns one of the following, right? An Airbnb or a VRBO, okay? So a short-term rental, okay? Somebody who is thinking about relocating and also an investor, okay? Somebody who owns rental properties in which they don't live. It might even be a second home, okay? And I'm going to explain why I want to talk with you the most right now. And that's because you have the most opportunity right now. And you're in a spot where you have more flexibility than most sellers. So let's, uh, let me talk, I'll talk about how much you can earn in a second if you fall into one of those three categories, Airbnb or VRBL, right? Or, uh, or an investor, or somebody who's relocating, okay? We'll talk about what you can earn in a minute, but first off, let's let's go over this simple fact, right? Right now in Rhode Island, if we're looking at single-family homes, we have the lowest number I have ever seen outside of when the news of COVID hit in 2020, okay? At that point in time, everybody shut down, right? Nobody wanted people in their home. They didn't know, and the amount of single family homes throughout the 39 municipalities here in Rhode Island fell to 621, 621. Today, we have fewer than 650. We are down to super lows. So what this means for you is forget about the interest rates because a lot of our listeners here remember in the 80s when interest rates were 14%, 18%, right? And they're buying houses for 30, 40, 50, $70,000. And those homes today or worth seven, six, seven hundred thousand in some cases, right? So when we look at the situation at hand and we see that Rhode Island is somewhat insulated from the rest of the country, where our market is still appreciating, where the inventory is extremely low, so the supply is low, the demand is high, now's your time, if you've at all thought about leveraging the real estate market for your benefit, Now's your time as the asset owner to cash in. And I'm here for you outside of radio too. I'm happy to consult with you. 401-359-2338. You know, I can't tell you how many times I, I hear people that I eventually talk with that are like, oh, I just thought you'd be too busy, Emilio. I didn't know you'd take my call. That's not the case, man. I'm here. I'm here to connect with you every single week. So I'm going to dive into some numbers, um, but I'm going to throw my number out there a couple of times. So I want you to write it down, share it with somebody that you can help 401-359-2338. But basically let's, let's first look at the Airbnb owners. Okay. So across the board, Airbnb numbers are down. Okay. From, from what I've seen, from what I've heard, less, fewer and fewer people are renting right now at Airbnb because people are holding on. They're holding on to their money. They're doing less things. They're going out a little bit less. People sense and feel this kind of this recession or whatever you want to call it that we're in happening and coming, right? So they're spending less money. 
if you own an Airbnb, think about how many months, how many years it's going to take to realize the amount of equity you have in that property right now. I'm going to give you an example. I have some clients. They decided, you know what? We were going to do an Airbnb, Emilio. I said, good for you guys. That's great. Whatever I could do to help you out, let me know. They said, awesome. They furnished the whole house. Really awesome, beautiful house. Uh, a Cape Cod home. Amazing people. Good for them. And uh, they said, you know what? We're going to do this. So I said, great. And they purchased this property back in, uh, you know, 2021. Okay. They're they're able to turn this property around, okay? And they decided, you know what? We're going to sell it because we're going to realize a much better investment. This was our principal residence, right? We're going to realize a much better investment now. And the cash we can use from this is going to be so much better off for us, right? Potentially almost tax-free, tax-free, right? They're going to take that cash out and they're going to put it somewhere else, right? And they're going to, they decided to sell it because since 2021, since the beginning of 2021, your property here in Rhode Island has most likely gained 30% equity, right? 30% equity. That's almost $100,000 on a $300,000 home. So if you bought at three, it's possible you could be selling at four right now. And think about that. After all of your, everything you spend, all of your fees, everything, you're still walking away with a hefty chunk of money. Never mind if you purchased in 2019, it's quite possible you could be anywhere 40 to 50% uh, additional equity in that property. It's insane. So those are the those are the type of sellers right now that are saying, hey, you know what I can do? I can take this money out of here. And, and this goes for investors as well, too, right? I can take this money out of here and I can put this money in a larger asset, okay? And, and something that's going to give me more cash flow. Or I could take this money and do whatever else I want with it. Okay, but it's all it's all about leveraging money because if you're attached to your investment, um, it's not a good investment, right? If you're, if you're, if you are emotionally attached to an investment, it's not a good investment. You got to look at the long term and cash flow and what's better for your portfolio. Okay. So if you have any questions on that, if you want to break down yours, everybody's situation is different, right? I've had people call me and, and say, Hey, Emilio, I want to sell this. Right. And I say, why we go through the numbers and everything. I just say, look, there's, there's really hardly any upside or look, there's a little bit of upside here, but you have a unique property, a rare property that I think is going to continue to appreciate and outpace the market over time. Hang on to this thing. Hang on to it. So everybody's got a whole a whole different situation. Okay, so 401-359-2338. My name is Emilio Despirito. I'm licensed here in Rhode Island as a real estate uh, agent. And my team, we cover Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and we've got colleagues all over the globe. So... Wherever you are, we can help you out. All right, let's talk about the folks that are relocating, okay? And if you're just joining us, again, Emilio Desperado uh, with the Desperado team at Engel and Volkers. We are a residential real estate company, and uh, we help folks buy and sell properties. And right now we're talking about who can leverage this current market because inventory has fallen extremely short. We're supposed to have between three and 4,000 single family homes on the market. Right now we have fewer than 650, okay? Buyers are coming out, lining up at homes. If you have a house that is in need of repair, or if you have a house that 
you've been sitting on for a long time or an investment property or Airbnb or anything. Let's sit down, look at the numbers and see what you can realize today in this market. I can help you out with that. If you're living in the home right now, your question is going to be, Amelia, where am I going to go? Perfect. Well, I've got the answer for you. A couple of things. Number one, if you're going to stay in Rhode Island, if we cannot find you a property to purchase that meets your needs, that you're going to love, don't buy at the moment. Rent. If you have to rent, rent. If you're going to relocate, no problem. The rest of the country is in a whole different state of market. Whole different, whole different place, guys. Uh, We're seeing prices across the country in many areas fall 10% or so, which is fantastic. Your buying power is already higher in a lot of places, in most places, okay? Especially if you're moving down south or Midwest, okay? You got more buying power. There's fewer buyers right now because the interest rates have ticked up. So if you are sitting on cash, money, equity, cash is king. You're going to beat out the mortgage buyers. There's a lot to think about here, and I'm here to walk you through it, um, just like I do with all of my clients. We'll take good care of you, and uh, we'll make sure that you get what you need out of the real estate transaction, and uh, I promise you, you're going to be satisfied with our service here on the Despirito team, 401 359 Two three three eight. Give me a shout. We've got a great show ahead of us today. We've got Melissa Delena with Delena Law. She is a fascinating person. I mean, she um, she's always got some amazing facts to share. She's going to be up. We've got Matt Bates of Movement Mortgage and Jennifer Jaber of riblogger.com coming on very soon. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on News Radio 920 104 7 FM streaming everywhere on iHeartRadio, WHJJ. This is the Spirito Team Real Estate Show. This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, NMLS Hey, thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Desperado, and this is your show all about real estate. Today, we've got on Matt Bates of Movement Mortgage, and he's here to help us navigate the current market. A lot of changes out there. Interest rates are back up, right? And, uh, you know, they're up and down and volatile uh, at best. So Matt's going to shed some light on some updated current market conditions, the rates, and ways to stay competitive in this wonderful market. Matt, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Glad, glad to be back. Hope everybody's doing well. And um, yeah, the market is uh, interesting right now. Um, as you mentioned, rates are slightly back up. I've seen some improvement in the last couple of days, but nothing to really write home about. Yeah. Um, some of the improvements that I have seen, though, not just uh, having to do with interest rates, is that uh, the mortgage insurance is becoming and mortgage insurance companies through conventional loans and FHA have become uh, a little bit better for the borrower. Um, for instance, uh, FHA has had a reduction in their mortgage insurance, the monthly amount that they charge. Um, they've it, All FHA loans work off of, as far as PMI is concerned, it's based off of a percentage of the loan amount, and that gets factored into your payment. And um, for since I've been doing mortgages, that monthly amount is 0.85% of the loan amount. That's what you pay a month when it comes to uh, FHA's loans. They've just reduced that to 0.5, I believe. So that can shave off. That can be very helpful. Huge. That can be huge. Yep. So that's, uh, 
That's really great. And uh, over the most recent years, conventional financing has been um, has gotten more attractive for the right borrowers uh, as far as mortgage insurance is concerned and uh, interest rates and, and different loan products as far as what down payments are required. And um, there's a lot to go over there. And I, I'm not sure that one segment is enough to cover everything. Uh, yeah. But uh, to generalize and summarize a lot of it uh, and drive home the most important point is when you're applying for a mortgage, make sure that your mortgage company or the lender that you you're, you prefer to move forward with has an array of mortgage options. You don't want to just be handcuffed to one or two products, loan products, because there's a bunch of them that are out there. Yeah. And if you're having those full conversations about you know, the pros and cons of each mortgage option, then you'll be able to have a better decision when it comes time to actually lock in a loan for a particular house. And sometimes one loan is better than the other in a when it has everything to do with the type of house that you're borrowing, whether it's a multifamily, whether it's a conventional loan, um, second home, uh, it, it, whether it needs the house needs a little bit of work or not. If it's a single family house, it needs a little bit of work. Um, there's a, a loan for every, for everything basically. And, as you shop, sometimes those different types of houses come up. So one house A is going to be a different animal than house B. And if you're working with a bank that has all of the loan options, when you actually go to lock something in, you'll be in a really great position. Now, if you're working with a bank that might only have chocolate or vanilla for 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 a loan for a loan flavor, then it's going to make it a little harder to to really be excited about the the financing ends of things and you know when it comes to making making the the payment every month and you know i've talked to some a lot of people where they've bought a house but they didn't know that there was a loan product out there that was better for them they just were given what they were told by the loan officer and i, I just don't i just don't like that type of lending and if that's something that you're experiencing maybe maybe it's time to have a different conversation yeah with somebody that's got all the flavors then you can talk with Matt. You can go to the rimortgageguy.com. You'll go ahead and see all of his contact info there. You can start the application process as well. Matt, I can't agree more. And when you're a buyer, um, going in and understanding all of your different options, there's a slew of different mortgage programs out there available right now. I mean, everything from you know your conventional type of financing, which could be as little as 3% down, right? All the way to whatever you want to put down, um, 20% to avoid the PMI total. You've got the 3.5% FHA. You've got veterans uh, VA financing, right? You also have USDA, which is a hundred percent financing, zero dollars down. If you're purchasing in rural areas, uh, Rhode Island housing as well with the incentive and current, uh, grant right now, which is running out rather quickly, right? There's that. I mean, there's just, there's so much out there. We have renovation loans, renovation we have low down payment conventional loans for multifamilies. If you if you fit into that mix, and the and the best loan for me might not necessarily be the best loan for you, and the best loan for our customer might be the not the, the best loan for us. We all come from different walks of life, yeah. and we all have different ingredients that that play into our applications. So it's really important to be able to have that lender that has 
all of the options covered, or at least most of them. I, I can also say that Movement Mortgage doesn't have every loan product available either, but the ones that we have or do have available, there's a real awesome uh uh, different you know, a number of ones that you could pick from depending on what your circumstances. So I find us very, very competitive in that arena and uh, be happy to talk to anybody that might be wanting to take a different, a different look at a different loan product. The rimortgageguy.com. Uh, one of the other things too, as a buyer that's purchasing in the Rhode Island market, I can tell you that your chances are a lot better to get an accepted offer when the bank or the or the mortgage lender is recognized, reputable, and uh, and appreciated in this marketplace. And there's a handful of only a handful of lenders that I know, especially as a listing agent, who I like to see come across. And don't for a second think that listing agents are not doing our job explaining the experiences that we have had with different lending institutions with our clients. I can't tell you. And Matt, I mean, you know this because you're in the business, but there are several banks out there, big, big banks, right? Or or different institutions that are notorious for extending contracts, uh, putting on overlays, which are extra conditions and contingencies to mortgages. And I, it's very frustrating because that could make or break a transaction, right? Now we never want to like deter anybody from using the institution that they want, but in a very competitive market where we have fewer than 650 single family homes on the market, and you're probably going up against anywhere from five to 20 buyers on any given property, you're going to want to use any tool in your tool belt that's going to get you what you need. Right. So working with a company like Movement, they're going to go ahead and work with you, get you fully qualified, fully uh, ready to rock and roll. Your offer is literally contingent upon an appraisal in many of their cases. Going in, they can close in some cases as fast as 14, 21 days. Not easy, but they do it uh, and are known for that in this marketplace. So present yourself with the best, just as if you're going into court, you want to have the best attorney with you, you want to have the best loan officer, you want to have the best real estate team, and you need to be with people that are known to get it done. We're going on number year number four for uh number one purchase lender in Rhode Island. So wow. yeah, we've we've uh we really hit the mark recently. Uh and uh we we're looking to defend that title uh year over year. So we're gonna keep doing that and we do that by being available and we do that by being proactive and uh great communication great referral partners having great products too doing what you say doing doing what you say you're going to do and having great loan products that way we can help as many people you know come from all different walks of life to be able to get into home ownership and really um uh, enjoy the party when it comes to <laughs> buying and selling homes uh so we're you know we're looking forward to meet the next the next person to come along and if you're any, if there are any listeners out there that have you know gone through a little bit of struggles with maybe it's just FHA is not getting your house accepted like you know there's something someone's not liking FHA for some reason and you've put a lot of offers in but nobody's accepted it yeah well, 
have you looked at a home possible home ready loan or a 3% down conventional? Do you have, uh, do you meet the income requirements for, uh, any of these other really attractive loans that might have a slight nuance to it, a little different, but if until you go over it, until someone explains it to you, how do you know? Um, so that's what we're here for is to help go over it all and make sure that you get exactly what you need. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Matt, while you're here, I want to pick your brain a little bit because you said something here and, and we're here to help our, our our listeners understand the real estate market. We know it inside and out. And some of our listeners may say, well, Matt, like why why is it harder for a buyer to get a more uh, to get an offer accepted if they're FHA or Rhode Island housing or even VA for that matter? Why is it harder in many cases for them to get this type of financing, get an offer accepted. How would you answer that? So the reason why, the reason why, and I think a lot of them are just assumptions and myths that people, that the real estate community can sometimes uh, factor into whether or not they accept an offer or not when it has to do with FHA or VA or Rhode Island housing offers, because at the end of the day, if the money's there at the closing table and we're there to say we're going to close on on a certain date and we're there on time, then really what's the tr- struggle, whether it's cash or a mortgage, it, we're yeah. here with the money. So uh, that's how I personally feel about it. But Agreed. in the in the past, F- generally speaking, VA and FHA really focus on making sure that the house is in great shape. And depending on who you are, whether you're a customer or you know so- someone's family member that's buying a house, to put a home through an FHA or VA home, uh, home appraisal is actually a good thing because it's just less likely something's going to go wrong in the future. Once you spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on this asset, you're going to want to make sure it looks good. And that's what FHA and VA really want to do is make sure that you have the ability to move in and just turn the key and walk in and put your stuff down and just start paying your mortgage. So what's really wrong with that? There's nothing really wrong with that. Um, but unfortunately, with conventional financing and some some situations, uh, real estate agents tend to think customers tend to think that uh, they'll have a better shot of having no issues if they go conventional for the condition of the house, whether it be chipping paint, missing stairwell uh, railings, yeah. um, broken windows, or missing shingles. But anything that I just listed in that example of why conventional might be the better option or not. As a homeowner, as you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on this new house, you don't want chipping paint. You want handrails on those stairwells. You don't want broken windows. You want your shingles on your roof because those are all just issues that make, you know, bigger issues, issues make become bigger because of those things. So like what's really wrong with FHA if they're going to really want the chipping paint figured out? Just nothing, <laughs> yeah. nothing so, at all. But, yeah. But if you're per, if you're going into a property that needs some love that, you know, is, is, you know, needs some work, it, you're going to have a much harder time with an FHA loan. And it just is what it is. Yeah. And as a, as a buyer, as you, if you're okay with, you know, I am going to buy this house, it needs some love and I'm prepared to give that love. And you just want a little bit less of a um, red tape when it comes to the bank's financing and whether they're going to approve the loan or not. Convention just does have a couple of things that makes it a little easier on you. So, um, and they've actually come out with some really great loan products that are very comparable to FHA. Like you said, three and a half, three percent down for a first-time home buyer and low down payment for multifamilies if you meet a certain uh, list of requirements. So, like. If you're not having those conversations with your loan officer about yeah. what 
is an alternative to FHA, then give somebody somebody else a call. Give, give us a shot. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. The RIMortgageGuy.com. Check them out. That's Matt Bates of Movement Mortgage. My team, my clients, me personally, we've all used them over the years. And I, I can't rave about Matt enough. That's why he's here with us all of the time for, God, I don't know, what, six years on the radio, Matt? Five years, six? I don't know. I forget. Man. Seven. Heck yeah. I love it. So good stuff, Matt. Thank you for all of the information and uh, and for being here. Thank you so much. Again, the rimortgageguy.com. Check them out. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here with Melissa Delena of Delena Law. This segment has been powered by Movement Mortgage. We'll be right back in two minutes. Welcome back to the show. And actually, if you're just tuning in, this is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. And today it's powered by Delena Law. And uh, they focus on real estate exclusively, right? All types of real estate law, whatever you need, make sure to give them a call 401-885-3800. Today, we've got Melissa Delena on the line with us. And Melissa, uh, you know, brings a good topic today, and it's something super timely because a lot of people are preparing to list their homes for the market, for the spring market. They're going to do very well right now in this market. But Melissa, we're talking about seller net sheets. Can you and and preparing financially, understanding what you're going to get hit with with the charges? Can you kind of dive into that? Absolutely, Emilio. I can't tell you enough and impress upon the listeners enough how important of a topic it is to understand what the costs are associated with selling your home. I think that every seller understands that they have to pay a commission to their realtor, right? Because they're undertaking to pay for your service. But besides that, it's not something that they really resonate as to what other costs of the sale are going to be. And more importantly, they're not really plugged into what their mortgage balances or debt balances are against the title. And that's really where I want to start. Yep. So all of it is related back to a net sheet. And we always encourage our listing agents or agents that are listening, make sure that you have the information to prepare a net sheet for your clients really right at the time of taking the listing appointment. I think it's so important for sellers to understand what the bottom line is that they're going to walk away with. Yeah. And especially in the difficult times we're starting to see, right? Costs of goods have gone up. We have inflationary issues. We're starting to see some layoffs and employment related problems. Those folks are facing some financial difficulties where they have to make a decision as to whether or not they pay their mortgage. And we're also coming off the heels of COVID, which there were also a lot of folks that were having some struggles financially and were maybe not able to pay their mortgage obligations. Maybe they ended up with a um, forbearance or maybe they ended up you know, missing debts relative to credit card bills or medical expenses. These things can evolve and become liens against the title Emilio and that will require them to be paid out of the proceeds at the time of closing. Yep, absolutely. You know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing a lot of elderly folks. Um, they spent the money that they would have on their mm -hmm. mortgage on heat and on electricity and on food because the cost is so astronomically high. We're seeing people in fixed 30-year loans, which had enough originally with their fixed income to pay for this, that are now really struggling. And that's a growing number, a growing population. Some of our listeners right now may say like, oh, hey, that's me. If you're caught in this situation, 
You know, we'll, we can prepare the seller net sheet that Melissa's talking about. And Melissa and, and her firm, they can pull the numbers. They can find out what your payoff is for your mortgage. We can estimate this because it's likely you have equity and you can get yourself out of a bad situation and into a better situation. And we can help you do that. And that's 100% the point, Emilio, is that when people find themselves in a situation like this, sometimes these are dark days, right? And they're feeling like, yeah. oh, I'm I'm not able to pull this together. I have no money. They just don't want to engage. But the reality is they may be sitting on $100,000 in equity or more in more. some instances. And at a certain point, stopping the bleeding, selling the property. I know it can be difficult. I just yeah. counseled with clients yesterday. They renovated the property. They've been there close to 30 years, but they fell behind relative to COVID. There was a disability. So they're kind of on that fixed income that you just spoke about. They're absolutely not wanting to sell their home, but they understand the reality is they've fallen so far behind on their mortgage they owe $50,000 in delinquency. There's no way for them to get it caught up and continue living there with these growing expenses. But they're going to walk away with over $100,000. So the end goal is going to be achieved because they are talking to their realtor and their realtor's counseling them, you know, putting them to me and I'm counseling them that we need to move this forward and sell ASAP. So the point is you may be feeling depressed and disconnected, but financially you may be house rich and you may just need to sell that property, take the equity out and be able to start fresh. You bring up a solid point, right? If you're delinquent, call Delena, but right? That kind of, that kind of goes. I like it. If you're delinquent, (laughs) call Delena, 401-885-3800. But Melissa, there's, so if somebody's delinquent, if they're behind, they're not going to be a candidate for a a HELOC, a home line of equity. They're not going to be a candidate to be able to pull money out of their house to get themselves into a better situation. And unfortunately, you know, because we never look, if if somebody doesn't want to sell a house, there's no worse time to have to work with somebody than when they don't want to sell a house because you just feel for them. Oh, it's, it's awful. Horrible. Divorce, death, uh, bankruptcy, financial situations. But you know what's worse is when you allow a foreclosure to happen. It's worse when you allow yourself to get in such a deep hole where you can't you can't get out of it. Right. And a hundred percent. Yeah. So you have to be proactive as difficult as it may be to kind of pull yourself up by your bootstraps and ask for help. If you don't ask for help, all that's going to happen is you're going to basically spend through that equity position as a result of the foreclosure costs, the continued interest and penalties. So, you know, kind of back to where we started, it's so important for us as the real estate attorney, or even if the realtor is helping, that we secure an actual mortgage payoff so that we know with certainty what all of these debts are going to look like um, relative to the financial obligation. So that when we're identifying on the net sheet what the amount is that the client's going to walk away with, that's factored everything in commissions, attorney's fees, outstanding real estate taxes, past due debts that may be accrued against the title, mortgages, tax stamps, um, you know, water and sewer liens or water and sewer usage bills. Sometimes motor vehicles can pop up. I mean, we could spend probably an entire hour, as I do, educating realtors about making sure these net sheets are properly um, prepared and Uh, presented to our sellers so that you can, as a client, know what you're looking at as far as your bottom line. But it's so important as a seller that you ask for it. 
Yeah. Ask your agent when they're presenting to you, can you present me with a net sheet? Do you have an attorney that you can refer me to that can present me a net sheet if you can't? Or call us because you can choose your own counsel. You don't have to work with someone that your agent works with. If they don't do it, chances are they may not have an attorney that's prepared to do it. That's what we're here for. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I know the- Angles and Volker always prepares net sheets. I yeah. know that that's something that we've worked with, Emilio, your team so closely in yeah. making sure that the agents are able to give the information to the clients or direct them to us to give to the clients. Yeah, that's that's one of the things I've learned. For, first thing I learned in the business, and it's so important. I, Melissa, I can't tell you how many times I go into a listing appointment and I go up against sometimes three or four, one time 24 people, like it's crazy. And, and they were like, you're the first person to show us this. And I'm like, what? Yeah, really? like a I get it. It's it's very intimate to get that close to someone's finances. But here's the like kind do. of secret is out of the bag. We're going to yeah. find out eventually the agent, the attorney, everybody yeah. is going to know because the documentation is transparent and all parties are going to share in that exchange of information. So especially if your agent is a family friend, you know, perhaps your kids play soccer together or you're on the PTG and you're embarrassed understand you're not alone. We have all been there, right? We've all faced financial hardship and had to be in a situation where we have to ask for help. So why not ask someone that you can trust or call one of us if you want someone independent? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, we see the other side of the spectrum too, where people have an unbelievable amount of equity in a home and they don't always want to share it with somebody that they personally know. So they'll contact, you know, so, somebody else. And, you know, Melissa and I can definitely help you with that. The, the one the one thing I think people get tripped up on, Melissa, is they when they hear attorney, okay, because in Rhode Island, we don't use title companies as much as we do attorneys. We have real estate and I would rather have a real estate attorney, okay? So our attorneys here, for the most part, are transactional, meaning they get paid when they get you to the closing table like a realtor. And I have to say that that for the consumers, they may not realize how unbelievably important and helpful that is because there's no cost going in. So if you contact Melissa Delaney's office to run a preliminary title search, that would normally cost maybe hundreds of dollars. They're going to go ahead and run that, give it back to me or my team or, or any or you, the seller, the homeowner, and they're going to say, here's how much your payoff is. Here's how much you owe. This is what you need to do. Here's There's potential liens on the property, whatever it is. So we can prepare to let you know what you're going to walk away with. And then we can build a plan together on what your next move is. Are you going to rent? Are you going to go into maybe assisted living? Are you going to relocate? Are you going to buy something else? What are you going to do? Let's figure it out. And we can do this together. Um, That's an important point, Emilio, and not to toot our own horn, but the cost of an attorney is also not astronomical. I think people think thousands when they think attorneys and, you know, right, we're like grossly underpaid generally. So it's like a 1000 or, you know, somewhere in that neighborhood, depending on what the services are that the individual clients need. If they're Rhode Island residents and it's a very straightforward transaction, it's usually south of a thousand. If it's a very complicated out of state trust, it may be around a thousand or upwards. But, you know, it's just the kind of thing that folks don't need to be scared about. Um, I think when I talk to clients, they always tell me like, wow, you're really down to earth. And, you know, this this wasn't scary at all. And I know that you've got the law and order attorneys in your mind, but we're not those people. So give us a call. Yeah, no, no. Very, very easy going down to earth, which is super helpful. 401-885-3800. 
you know, even if you don't need me as your realtor, that's not why I'm here. You can contact Melissa direct or tell your realtor, hey, I want to check out Melissa Delana and Delana Law over there. But we're always happy to help you however we can. Again, uh, 401-885-3800. You can ask for Melissa. Let her know that you heard it here. And, uh, you know, and and Melissa, previously we were talking with our listeners about, um, you know, about the shortage of inventory right now and how mm-hmm. sellers are in such a good spot because the, the sellers that have homes that need repair or that need updates, those are the folks that should be focused on listing right now. Absolutely. Okay. Right. People are coming in and in your seller net sheet is going to be much higher today than it is likely with a higher inventory level. And Melissa, you've been doing this a long time, almost two decades, right? Mm-hmm. And and you know, when you see 640 single family homes in the market that we're, we're grossly undersupplied. I mean, we should have three to 4,000 single family homes in the market. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly the shortest inventory I've ever seen. And I know people have been talking for a long time that there's a a bust or a a fallout coming. And the reality is this is pure economics. It's supply and demand. And in a place like Rhode Island, where we've run out of land and we're not a metropolis where we're building up, I really genuinely feel like we may not catch up with the demand from a supply perspective, which I think is going to help insulate our market, which is a nice change of pace that we're not expecting a crash. Agreed. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny you use that word because earlier on the show, I said Rhode Island is insulated in addition. Yeah. And in addition to these grants that they're giving first time buyers, which are gobbling up our our inventory, we also have Boston and Metro Boston buyers jumping into Rhode Island because it's just so much more affordable. Absolutely. Rhode Island is one of the best states right now to sell a home. I mean, I I don't care where you do that research or where you see that. You're going to see that we're in the top of the best places to sell home. Still one of the hottest sellers markets. So give us a shout if we could be of any help. Uh, Melissa Delano with Delano Law and Emilio Desperado with Englund Volkers, 401-359-2338. We're happy to help you out, get you uh, situated and ready to win in this spring market. Uh, Good stuff. Melissa, thanks for joining us today. Appreciate having you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend. You're very, very welcome. Awesome. And this segment has been powered by Delana Law. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show. We've got on the line with us Jennifer Jaber of riblogger.com. You can check out riblogger.com for all of the latest and best events happening here in the Ocean State. Uh, She's got a list that just never ends. So make sure to check that out, whether it's date night or figuring out a place to take the kids, whatever it is. A lot of uh, family-friendly stuff in there as well. And there's no shortage of fun to be had here in Rhode Island. So, Jennifer, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Always. What's we have up? a what few. Uh, we have a few St. Patrick's Day events and a few theater events this week. Um, firstly, Friday, March 17th, uh, you can celebrate St. Patrick's Day at none other than the Ocean Mist, right on the beach. Um, they'll have Guinness, green beer, corned beef, and cabbage all day long um, with music from Rhode Island Music Hall of Fame inductees Steve Smith and the Nakeds. Um, doors open at 10 a.m. so you can get the party started early. There'll be live music starting at 8 p.m. Um, and end your weekend at the Mist if you can't get there Friday for Sunday Fun Day from 4 to 7 with Take It to the Bridge. Sweet. The Providence St. Patrick's Day Parade um, is Saturday, March 18th at 12 p.m. beginning at Smith Street. 
It's one of the biggest and final St. Patrick's Day parade of the season. I think we had mentioned last week or the week before that it's I didn't actually realize that until this year that they spread all the St. Patrick's Day celebrations out so that you can try to get to as many as possible. Yeah. So this is one of the last ones. Um and and it proceeds eastward, um, ending at the State House, and then you can enjoy an after party at Patrick's Pub with music from one to five PM. Awesome. Uh, the Festival Ballet presents Beauty Awakened, uh, the beloved fairy tale curated to the perfect size for the whole family. Um, you can enjoy this classic uh, version of Beauty and the Beast. Not sorry, not Beauty and the Beast. I'm saying Sleeping Beauty. Um, <laughs> it'll feature enchanting drama and dancing. Um, and show times are Friday, the seventeenth at seven thirty. Um, it'll also be Saturday, one thirty and six o'clock, and then Sunday, also at one thirty. And more on the theater on Thursday, March sixteenth and nineteenth, offers um, Susical the musical, which is the Cat in the Hat uh, tells a magical story of. Court in the elephant who hears the who. I don't know. I don't know if you read that story with your little guy, but it's no, no, I haven't. Not yet. Oh my gosh, you have to. It's the cutest. It's one of Fern's favorites ever since she was little. Um, and he hears like that the who's live on a little clover, and so he can hear it. Nobody else can hear it, so he has to, you know, defend himself from looking completely crazy to everybody else. Um, and he goes on trial for talking to a speck of dust, and then proves that he was saving them. And that's at the Jamestown Community um, Musical Community Center. And it's the 16th at 7, 17th at 7, the 18th at 2 and 7, and the 19th at 2. And um, last but not least, if you want to celebrate St. Patrick's Day with the little ones um, from 4.30 to 7 on the 17th um, at United States of America is all-you-can-eat pizza, skating, and make-your-own-ice-cream Sundays. There'll be a meet-and-greet with Patrick and and SpongeBob, Um, a glow skate with free glow sticks, games, prizes, and um, admission is only thirteen ninety nine, and adults who are going to be eating but not skating, or anyone who's eating and not skating, is nine ninety nine. You can also rent skates or rollerblades, and uh, there'll be laser storm and rock climbing for purchase as well. Fantastic, good stuff, Jennifer. Thank you very much to our listeners. Make sure to check out riblogger.com. Find out exactly what's happening, especially around the holidays. There's always something fun. St. Patrick's Day is one of my favorites because also we know spring is coming. It's starting to feel more and more and more like spring. We're getting teased out here with the the sun and uh, super thankful for that. So Jen, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you. Have a great week. You're welcome. You as well. What a great show today. I'd like to thank you for joining us. Uh, My name is Emilio Despirito with the Despirito team at Engel and Volkers covering residential real estate here in Rhode Island, Mass in Connecticut. Uh, Good stuff. Again, if you want to reach out, you can reach us at 401-359-2338. You can text or call that. That is my personal cell phone. And I'd like to thank Matt Bates of Movement Mortgage for coming on talking about mortgages and what he does best melissa delano of delana law covering real estate law jennifer jaber of riblogger.com and you our listeners for coming here and listening and tuning in every single week and supporting our show thank you so much god bless you and we'll see you next week here i'm emilio Desperado signing off see you later thank you